Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. This week, I'm excited to have my good friend and partner, CJ Johnson, with us for the podcast. We're going to be talking about the athletic pillar. We're going to dive into the three pillars of pickleball, and we're going to get into the athletic pillar to help you really understand how to get your body ready to play your best pickleball. This week, there is no riff because we are going to run through with CJ, talk about the body, and we don't have time for a riff this week because we got too much to cover. CJ Johnson, how are you doing today? I'm awesome, Tony. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing well, CJ. Thank you. I'll ask the question, CJ. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the interviewer. I'm going to ask the question. Just kidding, CJ. All right. So, CJ, let's jump right into this thing. And, you know, it's pickleball players who want to improve generally focus a lot on the mechanical side of the game, right? So they spend a lot of time on the mechanics of the, of their game. But when you and I started working on this, and as we worked through the, the holistic approach to a pickleball player, uh, we came up with the three pillars of pickleball, and that's how we do our teaching. So CJ, why don't you take us through the three pillars of pickleball uh, real briefly, and then we'll, we'll tee up the athletic pillar and dive into that part of it. So one of the things that we were trying to do is to streamline our how how we taught. I mean, how, conversationally, the conversation we use when we were teaching. And and as you said, most people spent a lot of time working on the how to or the mechanical part of pickleball. And, and it's no wonder there's a ton of YouTube videos that are focused on the mechanical pillar. But equally as important are the strategic and the athletic pillar. So the strategic pillar is um, now that you know how to hit the shot, what shot do you hit when? <laughs> um, you, you, we always use the example of you can have a great third shot drop, but if that player is back at the baseline, you don't want to hit a third shot drop. That's not the right strategic pillar so or strategic play. So that was the strategic part of it. And then, of course, the one that it underlines everything is the um, athletic pillar. Um, if you don't and CJ, have... the, the, the athletic pillar seems to be one of those that is that is one of those that's most overlooked, I would say. Right. I think players, you know, they 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 know they need to know how to hit the shots. Right. And that's yeah, like you said, most of the YouTube videos out there are like mechanical. Um, there are some strategic videos out there that talk about some strategy concepts and things like that. So there is some at least at a very minute level. Right. Like right. this particular situation, mm -hmm. do this. But the athletic pillar is that pillar that I think most players just gloss right over right i think they i think they deep down know it's important but i don't think they realize the correlation between that pillar and how they actually perform and play on the pickleball court. so that's what we try and teach is is it that athletic pillar weaves through the other two pillars because if you can't if you don't have the stamina to dink a 10 dink rally, it doesn't matter how perfect your dink technique is, or if you know exactly where to hit the dink based on where the other player is, is, is standing. If you can't execute 10 of them in a row physically, chances are you're not going to perform your best on the pickleball court. So that's why the athletic yeah, pillar that, is so important. Yeah, I agreed hundred percent on that. I mean, athletic pillar is just such an important, and I would suggest just, I, I agree with you. I think like, like innately, players maybe understand that there's this thing that they need, right? They need to be able to, you know, have cardio and strength. And, and we'll, get, we'll talk about the mind in a second, but they, they kind of will know they need those things, but they don't really spend time on it. Right. And 
Uh, I can tell you, having played tennis for for my whole life uh, and competitively, USTA, you know, recently before pickleball, I did not spend really any amount of time on the body to speak, other than just a gym once in a while, but not really because of tennis. Uh, and I didn't never spend any time on the mind, right? And so I know that inside the system, uh, CJ, I think we, what is it, in two weeks, we have the athletic pillar drops inside the system, right? We do. And and as you said, we cover both the mind-body connection. As, as somebody who's been, so I've been a professional athlete for my entire career. That's what I've done. First in golf, you know, I teach skiing as well, in addition to pickleball. And so I've had to maintain a physical um, a physical presence. I, I've also had to work hard on the mind. And that's what we talked about last time I was on the podcast is, is how we think. And, and, and I think that because a lot of people who come to pickleball don't come with that type of a background, they maybe know it's important, but they're really not quite sure how to do it. So they just push those things off to the side uh, where they'd be better off try, at least trying something in terms of starting to apply mind body connection to their game. Yeah, agreed. And 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 CJ mentioned that uh, she was a guest on the podcast. Uh, uh, I think it was three or four months ago. Episode sixty eight. If you want to check it out, uh, it, it's on the Pickleball Therapy Podcast Library. If you will go back to episode sixty eight and listen to that for sure. But you know, CJ and I, as I mentioned, we were we we have the pickleball system, which uh, yeah, we have several hundred players in there that are that are really improving in their games, and we do it by the pillars. You know, we don't uh, whether it's our camp, our system. Whatever you do with CJ and I, it's going to be, we're going to be working on these three pillars, uh, one or all of them. And, um, uh, you know, if you're doing something like a camp or a system that has everything, we cover all three because you need all three. It's kind of like a three-legged stool. You want to have three, three, at least three legs on a stool for it to stand up. And so the athletic pillar was dropping and CJ and I said, you know, let's jump on the podcast. We've done the mental side to help some of y'all out there who listen to the podcast. What about the body side? So let's jump into that, CJ, a little more in detail. Let's talk a little bit about our bodies and maybe not, you know, we can talk about it generally if you want to, but also maybe like a little more specific. Like, what is it that we're talking about when we talk about getting our bodies ready to play our best? Well, I think there's there's some components to that. Uh, so the first one, and, and I think we can all wrap our arms around this one because it's the most common, is cardio. Um, you know, how our heart performs our, our, and our ability to move around the courts. So I think everybody understands that one. I think some of the ones that are, are less understood would be muscular strength and muscular endurance. The way that I like to describe muscular strength is your ability to lift a 10-pound bag of groceries. Muscular endurance is your ability to carry it from the checkout stand to your car. That's muscular endurance. And the way that relates to pickleball is, let's go back to that non-volley zone example, is your ability to bend down for a dink. That takes, if you're going to do it correctly, you are using the back of your legs, the hamstrings, as well as your quads, you know, your whole lower body. So that takes muscular strength. Muscular endurance is the ability to do that repeatedly when you're at the non-volley zone. So that's kind of, that's the first one. Can you give us maybe uh, give the listener an example of maybe really like a simple thing that they can do maybe to improve maybe their endurance or their strength or both, you know, however you think about it. One of my favorite, you know, that I like to, there's a lot of things that I like to do at home and I kind of call it the economy of time. So at some point in time, we're probably sitting in a chair, maybe we're watching TV or YouTube or whatever, but we're sitting in a chair. 
Uh, when you go to get out of the chair, the first thing you could do is get up without using your hands. So get yourself to the edge of the chair and then use your lower body, use your legs to stand up. Now, if that one was too easy to, for you, let's do some, let's do some squats. Stand up on that chair. So you're, you're still in the chair. Stand up and then drop your bum back down to the chair and then stand back up again. Really focus on pressing your heels into the ground. That activates the hamstrings, which are um, in, in the back part of your body, activates the hamstrings and glutes. Do that, depending upon how fit you are, do that five times or 10 times and try and do it, you know, what, every time you get up. I mean, think about how strong you'd be if you just did a couple of those every right. single time you got up. And TJ, you know, I've been, uh, obviously we, we, or we stay in, in regular communication, so you know that I've been, Trying to focus on that part of my body, my my legs and my core and my hips a lot. And so what I've been doing, just as a as a corollary to that, is uh, you know we live on the fourth floor. So when I go down the stairs now, I'm actually using my opportunity when I'm walking down the stairs to do negative squats down. So I'm basically doing a negative. So negative is when you're engaging the muscle. I'm just explaining for the listener out you see, you know, when you engage the muscle and then. And then basically lower yourself and you don't come back up because I'm going down the steps. Um, but that control CJ is amazing. And the same thing I do it when I come up the steps, I actually focus on isolating the leg and then lifting myself without that little push from the other foot or, or my, or throwing yourself up. And I've actually realized that when we, when we go downstairs, we're actually falling down the stairs. Mm -hmm. we, we don't really walk downstairs. We just plop, 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 plop. That's how we normally go downstairs. And that's why I think it, it, it's so stressful on the knees and the joints because we don't really engage them before we do it. So that's just another side thing. So CJ, so we got strength and endurance, and I know there's a couple of, at least two or three other things we got to hit. So what's the next major area that a player should be thinking about for their body? So the next one would be flexibility and mobility. And flexibility, again, I think that's something that we can all wrap our heads around. If you were to uh, sit down on the ground and reach your hands out and see how far you could reach towards your toes. Um, flexibility is the lengthening of the muscles. The one that's really more important to us is, it, especially as we're getting older, um, our, our tendons, it, it, they change and they become less flexible as we age and they make the joints more immobile. And so mobility is your, your ability to move the joint. And certainly, you know, let's, again, we're in pickleball. We're looking at knees. We're looking at hips. We're looking at elbows, <laughs> shoulder joints. Um, those joints need to be mobile for us to play our best pickleball. And CJ, one of the things that you know I've been working on over the last few months is my my thirty minute walks. I do them probably a couple times a week, pretty regularly. Uh, try and do at least one more time, but at least twice a week. And I, th you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me like the walking, if you're doing the walking properly, right? So, and and I always recommend. There's plenty of YouTube videos that'll show you how to walk properly. Uh, if you're walking properly, um, you're kind of, you're, to me, you're knocking out maybe three, three birds, I'm not sure, but you're getting some cardio in and you're getting mobility, right? Because you're getting that, the rotation of the hips and, you're, and you avoid the old man shuffle or old person shuffle when you get older. So is that, is that a pretty good thing that players can do is a nice, but it has to be an intentional walk. You have that intentionality. So you're not just out there strolling around and whatever. You're actually focusing on what you're doing, right? 
Absolutely. One of the things that we have inside the pickleball system is walking for fitness. And it's a, it's a ebook that we've put together that helps players to learn how to do the things that you're talking about. Um, it's great to go out for an evening stroll, but we're talking about something, as you said, that has a little bit more intentionality than that. Um, maybe we're walking at a faster pace. That'll give us some cardio. Um, I know, as you've talked about, you've been really focused on your hips and making sure that your hips are opening up and that your hips are moving as you're walking. And that's changed some of your mobility. And that's that's what walking can do for us when we do it, as you said, with intention. Yeah, the, the other, uh, you know, the other thing you, that I do when I'm walking, actually, so I'm focusing on my hips. I, I, I'm thinking the older I get, the more I think that that hip core area is like the key to the kingdom, right? I mean, legs are important, knees, ankles, you know, uh, wrists, everything else, right? But that hip and core area is just so critical, at least for me personally. But CJ, one of the, um, uh, and one other thing I wanted to mention about the walking is what I'll do when I'm walking a lot of times is I'm listening to an audible book of a, uh, mental training part of the game, right? So whether it's, uh, uh, unfortunately, Compete, Learn, Honor, I don't think is on Audible yet, but Inner Game of Tennis or um, uh, uh, or Brad Gilbert's book, Winning Ugly, or right now I'm reading The Art of Learning or listening to it. So you can knock out three, four or five birds at one time by doing some of these things intention with some intentionality. CJ, before uh, we move on to the next hey, parts, I wanted to, yeah. Don't, I was just going to say, don't forget the Mindful Athlete. That's another one that's on. Oh, yeah. yeah that's on yeah. Audible. That's a great. That's that a is a good book. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we move on to the to the next two parts of the body, I wanted to remind folks, if you're listening to this podcast in May or the first parts of June, that we have our 2022 Pickleball Summit coming up June 26th, 27th, 28th, and 29th. You are not going to want to miss the summit. Uh, we were working this morning on on finalizing some of the, the presentation days, and CJ and I were both just blown away by the quality of our presenters. Uh, the quality of the content that they're bringing to the summit. And it is the largest gathering of pickleball professionals anywhere in the world. And the beauty of it is we bring them into your home. So make sure you check that out. CJ, um, is there a place, I know that that registrate, when does, when does registration open so that, that players can come and get their tickets for the summit? Uh, and, uh, and is there a place that they can start, maybe they can make a note, <laughs> chicken scratches somewhere or something, so they know where to go on uh, the date that the tickets open. So the tickets will open on June 4th. And the great news is Tony is buying everybody's ticket this year. So everybody it's, gets, it's, it's on Tony. Uh, so it will open June 4th. Probably the best way to get information if, if this is before the summit is you can go to wearepickleball.com forward slash pillars. You'll get onto our newsletter list. Uh, we'll get more information about the pillars that we've been talking about today and how to apply them to your game. And I will bet you, you can put that in the description of this podcast somewhere as well. So that is, that sounds like, uh, like we're killing a lot of birds with just single stones, right? It's like you get the pillars, plus you get the newsletter, plus you get information about the summit. So awesome stuff. All right, CJ, we have strength and endurance. We have flexibility and mobility. We talked about cardio a little bit earlier. What do we have next on the list of players who want to really make sure their bodies are ready for pickleball? And importantly, folks, improving your life. Quality of life will improve as you improve these parts of your of yourself. So go ahead, CJ. Tony, you know this is the big one, and we always bring this home with the biggie. It's balance and stability. And so I think again, we can all wrap our heads around balance. It's it's just having balance to walk and move through life. 
um, stability is keeping balance while we're in motion. Uh, so again, let's go back to the non-volley zone line. Balance would be the ability to bend over and to get a dink without falling over. Stability is the ability to move towards a dink, maintaining your balance. And one of the things that happens is, and, and there's a lot of different research on this, Tony, but once you, once, once you safely get past 40, it's already deteriorating in our 30s. Balance is already deteriorating in our 30s. But once we get past 40, it accelerates. The thing about balance, however, is that's something that you can improve. <laughs> and, and you can improve it with regular training. And the good news is that balance and stability can be combined into your everyday life, just like with everything else that we're talking about. Right. Um, it's easy to do. And so what are, what are some uh, things that uh, players can do uh, to start bringing balance and stability? And, and real quick, CJ, I just want to make a side note here. Folks, you don't have to do everything at one time. Right. So nobody is saying you must do everything or else you're a failure or else don't do anything. We recommend do the thing that most resonates with you. You know, if you're having like, if let's say your hips are tight, then the walking probably makes sense for you. If you have trouble, you know, when you get out of your chair balancing or balancing on the pickleball court, then maybe start with this. So CJ, give us a couple of tips if, if you can for listeners that, that can want to start adding balance and stability into their lives. So the very first thing with balance, and, and I would say this, what's near and dear to my heart, if nothing resonates with you and you're just kind of not sure where to start, start with this one. Um, by, the time, by the time players get, just players, people in general, get past age 60, I think it's like 68, the chances of a trip and fall and a life-changing event are, are real. So balance will keep us from doing that. And there's some simple ways to do it. So uh, if you're new to balance training, uh, start by just standing on one foot. Just stand on one foot, lift the other foot up in the air. See how long you can hold it without touching that foot down. Now, if this is brand new to you and you're not really sure about your balance, make sure that you're standing somewhere where you can, uh, where you have some assistance. That maybe grab a broom, put a broom down, uh, stand with a, by the back of a chair. I like to do this, do this while you're brushing your teeth in the morning and put your hand on your, uh, on, on the basin. And so stand with one foot and then alternate feet. That's probably the first place to start. Once you've accomplished that, then try and add some stability to it. So go back to the same exercise, stand on one foot, but now this time take the foot that's up in the air and rotate it in a circle at starting at the hip. So think about your hip joint. You're going to lift your knee up and you're going to start to rotate that hip joint in a circle. So now we're getting balance, we're getting stability, and we're getting some mobility inside of the joint. The other great news is when you do that, Tony talked about our core. The stronger your core is, the more, um, the easier it's going to be for you just to not only move on the pickleball court, but to go through life. And um, that starts to activate the core. So start there. And I'm going to tell you this. If those are too easy for you, close your eyes. Anytime we close your eyes, that takes balance to a whole different level. So start with those couple of exercises. Do them while you're brushing your teeth. That would mean maybe twice a day, right? When you're brushing in the morning and you're brushing in the afternoon. 
Hopefully. And, hopefully yep. gotcha. <laughs> and and but yeah, folks, so don't, start don't, there. Don't, keep, don't, don't start with your eyes closed. That's going to be tough. And I'll tell you this, if you start, I, I, can, I can attest to um, you start doing these first few times, it'll be kind of weird and, and you're not sure. But once those stabilizers in your legs start activating, uh, you'll be able to move your leg around. I can do it now where I can move my leg in kind of interesting ways, like kind of far out and far forward and far back, just playing around with it behind my back too sometimes, or, you know, behind the other leg, I should say. Um, so, you know, there's there's a progression to it. But the key is, listen, just start with one thing. Start with lifting your leg and see how that feels. And then and then grow from there. You'll get more comfortable, more confident with it as you go. So. Well, uh, CJ, is there anything? Yeah. I, I was just going to say, one of the things that we see, so when we're at camps and we get on a court, one of the things that we're, we're make sure that we do is we're warming up before we go out to play because we don't want anyone injured. And, and that's a time where we can really see where is somebody maybe challenged. Okay, are they having core strength issues because they can't do this move? Are they having trunk rotation issues? Those are another thing that happened to us as we get older. Are they having potentially balance issues? So that when we work with those players in a camp setting, we're able to coach them and help them um, to understand how that impacts their pickleball game and what they can do. And I just wanted to say, since we've been doing camps, and you personally have have done these, there's a difference in how your body's performing. I can I can see it. Your flexibility, your mobility, your strength. And 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 I know it's just because you've picked off like one thing and then one thing. And and it's all yep. a little a, a bunch of simple things that have really made big changes in your body over the last year. And the other thing I would suggest to you if you're out there and you're and you just want to feel better, right? I mean, listen, you're going to play better pickleball doing these things, and this is a pickleball podcast, but we view pickleball as a part of a bigger picture, right? Part of your picture, your life, uh, and how you enjoy your life. And so, you know, we want you to perform better when you're stepping on the pickleball court, right? While you're standing on the pickleball court. But we also want you to enjoy a better life if we can, if we can offer some help. There. And these tips that CJ has shared with us today are things that you can bring into your life that you can uh, that can improve your um, improve your your quality of life uh, and just improve how you get 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 around. Uh, I will tell you this that and the other thing I want to tell you is this is that because you haven't done it, say you miss a week, right? Like sometimes CJ and I we get busy with camps or whatever, and sometimes I'll miss a week. That that week's gone. I can't do anything about it, right? But I'll start again. And if I missed, you know, I didn't walk yesterday, doesn't mean I can't walk today. If I didn't walk this morning, doesn't mean I can't walk this afternoon. If I didn't walk today, doesn't mean I can't do balance. It doesn't mean I can't do a little bit of squatting, whatever, you know, whatever I have time to do that day. And the other thing I wanted to say, CJ, is I think it's, it's important for players to find what, it, what they enjoy. Like, as an example, I know that you enjoy Peloton a lot. That's your, that's your jam, right? And that's fantastic. Uh, Jill loves yoga. Jill does yoga, you know, once or twice a day. She'll, she'll do a 10 or 15-minute yoga thing here and there to break up her day and to kind of keep herself uh, you know, in, in as good shape as you can. I, I'm not a big fan of either one of those things, and that's not a right or wrong thing. Right. I like, like this morning, I was doing gorilla walks, right, or gorilla walking or something, you know, so I'm looking, uh, I'm, I'm going to ex explore some Tai Chi. I did some jujitsu. Uh, that was a little bit, maybe uh, a little too, a bit off more than I could chew there. But my point is, you know, I'm, I'm, I am doing things that are, I'm doing the egg a lot, which is, if you know what that is, Google it uh the the egg uh exercise or the egg pose i guess uh so anyway so find what works for you if it's walking it's walking if it's biking it's biking if it's 
if it's swimming it's swimming whatever it is that you like to do um the key is to do it cj uh do you have any uh, last words of advice for folks on the body side of things like Tony said, if if you take one thing away from this podcast, just pick one thing and then commit to doing it one time a day. So if it was the, the squats or if it was the balance, which everyone rec- resonated with you, do that one time a day. and Just see if you could do it every day for the next seven days. Now, if you forget, like Tony said, just do, just, oh, I forgot yesterday. Don't, you don't have to do two. <laughs> just do do it one time. Start to make that a habit. And then once you've made that one thing a habit, then try and entertain something else. Well, great. I've done this. Now I'm going to do X. And you'll be surprised at how quickly those habits add up and how much they'll change your body. Great. Thank you, CJ. The, the key, folks, is this. The key is don't forget the athletic pillar don't forget and, and real quickly the reason we call it the athletic pillar if you play pickleball two or three times a week or more and if you listen to podcasts like this you're not a pickleball player you're a pickleball athlete it's really important for you to start thinking of yourself that way it'll change how you behave your behavior will change because now you're like oh wait a minute i'm an athlete so these are the things that i should do so don't forget the athletic pillar you can still work on the mechanics of your shots you can still work on that third shot you can still you know, try and understand the strategy better, the serve side, return side, and things like that. You don't sleep on the, do get some sleep, but don't sleep on the athletic pillar because not only will you play better pickleball, you'll also enjoy a better life. If CJ and I can ever be of help to you, whether it's in the pickleball system, whether it's at the pickleball summit, whether it's on our YouTube channels, please uh, stay in touch with us. You can go to wearepickleball.com forward slash pillars, like CJ said, and make sure you're, make sure you're on our mail list. So, Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Thanks again, CJ Johnson from Better Pickleball and We Are Pickleball for joining us on the podcast and sharing these wonderful tips on the body and the athletic pillar. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Next week, we'll be back on with our regular programming uh, with the riff and everything. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. Remember, if you enjoyed it, they probably will too. And if you're on social media, you know, share the word out there. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.